this week on Habari Live. Interview with Chef Patty. Owner and executive chef of Los Giddy Cafe. Saturday, 10.30 a.m. Tune in on all platforms, Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and Twitch. Don't miss this episode. We'll be all the way live. Habari Entertainment proudly presents Habari Live. Habari Live. From Phoenix, Arizona. And you're listening to the Habari Live Podcast. The show that brings you news, sports, and entertainment for people who love HabariEntertainment.com. Here are your hosts, Aisha, Jimmy, and Damon Dipleen Ellison. Let's get it going. We are all the way live. Live. Good morning, good morning, good morning. Another episode of Habari Live where we keep you updated with the sports news and entertainment throughout the week. Like always, with the All The Way Live in Phoenix, Arizona, Paradise Valley, that is. And I am Damon Dipleen Ellison. Aisha. And Jimmy. And uh, welcome to another episode of Habari Live. Now, uh, today we have a very, very special guest. We have uh, Chef Patty the owner of Les Giddy Restaurant. Did I say it right? Yep. Les okay. Giddy All right. Cafe. Les Giddy Cafe, uh, focusing on Nigerian, uh, right. African um, cuisine. Welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Super excited to make this happen. Oh, my goodness. We're excited to have you in here. Your food looks amazing. Everything you do looks great. We've seen your pictures of everything you're doing. It looks amazing. We want to taste it. Thank you. So <laughs> I know, I know. So soon. I wish I could have made it happen today. I really tried. But we need to get out. So where are you, where's your location? Where are you located? So we're actually mobile. I take the being on wheels very literal. So okay. we travel all across the valley there you from go. Anthem all the way down to like Gilbert. Okay. Mesa area. So you guys got a food truck. Yes. So we are a food truck. Um, dope. very mobile food truck. Dope, man. That's really dope. We um Yeah, that food truck. I I, I done seen it online. <laughs> it looks so <laughs> It's like one of the rawest food trucks I've ever seen. Yeah. yeah. You see, let's uh you got you got a website, right? Yes. You got a picture of it on the site? Yes. Um, uh go ahead, pull up the site, uh share this uh yeah, for people can see what it looks like. Lasgidicafe.com. Yeah, man. Um people so what brought you to Arizona? So uh my story is I mistakenly applied for a job in 2014. Uh-huh. It was in Flagstaff, Arizona. Oh, so there's goodness. no way I would have applied for a job in a place I didn't know. <laughs> right. But they called me and they said, Hey, you put in this application. I denied, denied, denied. But they were so adamant. He's like, Hey, my uh the director of the department wants to talk to you. Wow. So me and uh Ricardo definitely had a chat and he sold me on this job wow. on his capacity to mentor me to becoming a successful healthcare administrator. Wow. And he told me all I had to do was take a chance. So at the time I was a single mom, had a five-year-old right. living in Philly. My parents were in Jersey. They were my support. Wow. Um, but I couldn't bring this like hunch down of moving to Arizona. So uh-huh. I told my family, I was like, guys, I've got two weeks and I'm gone. Wow. <laughs> and so her and I, September 15th, um, it was nine years, just wow. a couple of days ago. 
we hopped on a plane and flew to Phoenix. Wow. I got a rental car, drove to Flagstaff. Wow, hey, man. <laughs> and went up. That's tough. That's tough. Now here's the food truck here. Life tastes good, man. That is, I love the Life colors. Good. It's I so love everything. vibrant. Yeah, man. Yeah. Everything is hitting so, so good. Look at that. Those colors are um, depictive of the Danfo buses in Nigeria. Those are the commuter buses. They're called oh. Danfo. And so every museum and every time I went as a child to uh -huh. anything that reminded me of Nigeria, it always had the Danfo bus present wow. because of those vibrant ombre, orange, yellow, yeah. um, green color. So Dope. it was almost a no brainer when it came time to design the yeah. truck that it had to have those. Right. Colors. And the colors yeah. pop, man. Yeah. It, it just they really and you definitely going to see me. Definitely. Come down. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> so explain to us what's the cuisine in the bottom right hand corner there. The All right. Puff balls. Yep. So puff, one puff, mm -hmm. two puffs. So they're called puff puffs. Okay. They are, um, um, think Nigerian style beignet, like a small oh, donut. Okay. Uh, it's light and it's airy inside and it's okay. got like a cinnamony nutmeg mm. flavor. And on the truck, we like to top it off with a little confectionery sugar. Oh, so goodness. they are like the desserts that aren't technically desserts. <laughs> oh my goodness. Can you uh, scroll down and show the people some of the cuisines they have there? Yeah. So uh, we teach cooking classes as well. Those are some of the images that you see there. Uh, we've got a goosey soup, which is one of like our staples, ground melon seed. Mm. That's what you dip in the fufu. Everyone loves it. I call it like the TikTok champion for Nigerian one right there. Yeah, click on that one right there in the. Um, the one with the, the, the yeah, scotch right pepper. Goat. Yep. So that is That's our asum. Mm -hmm. So that is grilled and marinated okay. goat. We slowly marinate that, then we put it over an open grill to kind of get that nice char. I have not had goat yet, so Ooh, I'm, I'm willing to try. Come on down. Yeah, it's got a <laughs> yes. spicy little kick, but it's real good. Man, nice. I'm, I'm, my mouth is watering. Yeah. That looks. Excellent, man. It looks really, really good. Yeah, thank man. you. Really does, man. Yeah, I'm, I, my mouth has been watering since the day I seen, seen that and post in the dark That's the Jalo, right? That's the, the king, queen of, mm. of the Ooh. Nigerian cuisine, Jollof rice. Oh that goodness. is our staple. It's the heartbeat of West Africa. Everyone knows and loves Jollof rice. Yeah. Um, super nutritious. I think it's gluten-free. It could be prepared vegan, vegetarian, so it's good for everyone. Man. So what meat is that on the and side that's there? That's the goat next that's to it. That's also goat. Yeah. Man, it and looks, so you yeah, can serve man. it with wings, beef. I mean, jollof is just so versatile. Man, it looks good. Oh, my goodness. So, yeah, we got to, we have to, um, go ahead, bring us back, bro. We have to get over there. So where yeah. you guys usually uh, parked where people uh, can, can usually get to you? So best way to find us is going to be on this website here on the food truck tab. Every okay. week I update our locations okay. because we are at a different location every day. Okay. Um, we try to get to all the festivals. This year we'll be doing the Scottsdale Food and Wine Festival mm. on November 4th. We'll be doing the Arizona Growers Wine um, Festival over in March. We do okay. a couple of like a trunk and treats around October. I so the reason why I told you I wanted to go to a wine festival. <laughs> yes! <laughs> it was a reason <laughs> yeah yes, that's yes. Hey, that's really really exciting man um so how did you start did you you're, are you second generation nigerian? no i actually was born in nigeria oh wow okay. yeah so my family and i came over here in 96 i was eight uh, wow. and we relocated to jersey my dad's been here since like the 70s okay but my mom my siblings and i um came over here in 96 wow. and lived in new jersey wow so how was that? How was the the culture shock of moving to America, coming from Nigeria? 
the assimilation was crazy. Actually, <laughs> one of the stories that I tell about the start of the food truck was mm-hmm. that when I first came to America, here I am in third grade, my mom would pack me my lunch because in Nigeria, you packed your own lunch right, to school. Right. So I would pack things like rice and fish and eggs, the, the meals <laughs> right, that I were used to. Right. And um, it came with the scent because my mom right. cooked it the traditional way. Right, and definitely. so I ate lunch alone, a lot. <laughs> <laughs> Until, you know, I had to start learning the different, you yeah. know, getting the sandwich here right. and there, bringing don't a brown bring, paper bag. Don't bring, <laughs> don't bring fish. fish Still don't, not, bring fish. don't bring fish. <laughs> that, that is, I think that is the one thing you don't bring fish into. <laughs> to the office setting no, at, at all. Any setting with other people. I don't know. It's just, it just stinks. It's just something that you have to eat yeah. at home if you're or not, in a restaurant. I, I just, yeah, yeah. If you're not eating it, it stinks. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So if you're, everyone's eating it, maybe. Yeah. But man, that office, woof. And and popcorn, indeed, burnt popcorn. Oh my goodness, that's the worst. It takes Man, forever to get up. You bring that to the office, we hit you with the womp womp. <laughs> Straight up, do not bring that in there. And then you gotta burn it. You know what I mean? Yeah. It never, and it, it don't never fails you. It has to be burned. So talk about some of the people that inspired you to start your 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 truck and get your your truck going. Coming coming out here, your you just have you and your daughter, right? So now um, I got booed up in the pandemic. <laughs> I got married. <laughs> and that's how I got the two-year-old, right? So. Yeah. So my husband, um, myself, I have a two-year-old. I have a 14-year-old. Wow. Um, and I'm in the process of fostering a 16-year-old wow. also wow. Um, right amazing. now. Thank you. That's amazing. Thank you. Uh, my aunt is here. My sister has since relocated. Wow. She's got her fiance and her son now. So you got a whole family. Yeah, here and then uh, my cousins are moving down. Wow. So it's it's becoming a, a little situation. Uh, <laughs> and they're my inspiration, man. You know, when we first got started, they put in the hours of work for mm-hmm, me. Mm-hmm. They've been doing catering the parties. We started as a pop up. Yeah. They put in their free time and energy right. to to help these pop ups yeah. uh, really go. You know, my parents, of course, even though they're like, "What are you doing?" <laughs> Why do you want to be doing food truck? Chevy, you went to school. You read your books. And I'm like, it's the passion, man. Yeah. You know, I still work full time. Right. I'm a hospital administrator. I'm oh an adjunct goodness. professor. Wow. But I love this stuff. So right. this is the stuff that fuels me and it really drives me and it keeps me going. And, and so at least at that level, I've got their support. You have it, man. You have the passion and you have that that bright desire that, that just burns. You can see it. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, you're, I can say one thing. Um, one thing about people that, that come from Africa, um, they said, all the countries that I've noticed, they set high precedent for their kids. Especially when it um, comes to education. Yeah, and when it comes to education and what they want them to do. And um, it, it's just here, dope to hear you talk about that because it's we, we kind of lost, some of us yeah. has lost that Sight. in America. Absolutely. And uh, some of our people, we don't point our children and we don't want, we don't set high aspirations. Mm. You know what I mean? So- Coming, coming here. How did you? How did you stay focused on what you need to do and not not have to worry about the things of like some of the things of that us we get caught up in racism and some of those things. Do you not think about those things at all, and you just do what you need to do? 
Oh, no, no. So, I mean, I'm black first. Right. <laughs> I get pulled over before he sees my license. <laughs> he sees my African name. He sees my black skin. Right. So, you know what I mean? Definitely. Um, you know, the plight is the same. Now, I think for sure the, the racial biases or, you know, the biases against African-Americans mm-hmm. versus mm-hmm. African, I have heard a gamut of it, you know, yep. that the Africans <laughs> call the African-Americans lazy. Mm-hmm. African-Americans calls the African privileged. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Right. But we literally are the same people, right? Yeah, like they went to Africa, took us, brought us here. Right. And literally had to kind of rediscover. Um, I just find that, of course, coming from Nigeria, where we had to pay for education. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. every dollar that my parents spent, trust me, they reminded me, yeah. <laughs> was towards my education. And it did not come for free. It was mm-hmm. a trade for them working. Right. And so that has always kind of been at the forefront of yeah. everything that I did. Mm-hmm. And when I got my do- uh, when I got pregnant in mm-hmm. college and had my daughter... I knew that I almost had to double up now to make up for whatever was lost. So graduating was not an option. Mm. It had to happen. Getting my master's was not an option. It had to happen. And just keep pushing, keep pushing so that she would see me and go, oh, man, I got big shoes to fill, you know. And that's how we keep that kind of generational cycle pushing. That's real, man. Um, I mean, education is such a key to everything. It may not be your passion in the end, what you want to do. But to get educated and to learn, to know how to speak in front of people, yeah. to know how to read and to be able, be able to speak to people in large places, small places, where educated people, uneducated people. That's what it, makes, it takes in this day in that nation. So I see Nigeria, they're doing a really good job of keeping people uh, updated with technology. Mm-hmm. Um, they're really doing a good job. Uh, they're pushing the forefront on those things. Do you keep up what's going on in, in Nigeria? Yeah. So um, a lot of my first cousins are still in Nigeria. Okay. Uh, my mom is one of like 23. My dad's one of 18. So mm-hmm. I got like 50 loving cousins. <laughs> Hold on. Wait, 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 wait. She said, y- y'all see how fast she said yeah. that? Wow. <laughs> she said her mom was one, one of, of 23. Yeah. So not same mom. Um, her father practiced polygamy. Wow. And so he had multiple wives. So, right. but that is the accumulation of all of oh, them my goodness. from all the marriages. And then dad had, 18. 18, yep. You know what? Now, I, I hate to bring this up because. <laughs> but we've been, I've been crying about this all week, man. Yeah. Because people online love to fight about the word polygamy mm. and what it means to different people. Now, nowadays, now what you just said is he had plenty wives. Yeah. That's that's polygamy. Yeah. These people, they didn't change the, the whole meaning of it now. Oh, uh, yeah. It's but like. Polygamy and polyamorous are different. What's the difference? Well, I think polyamorous is the this kind of sexual relationship amongst polygamy kind of is all individuals. So What's polygamy the- for I guess I don't know if it's more cultural or religion when you're Nigerian. So a lot of the uh, Muslims, uh, my mother, her right. own family is Muslim. Her dad, right. it was within accepted within expected within the culture. So the wow. idea is that you don't put the burden on one woman. To have children. all the kids. Right. So that's the mindset, of course. And how so, many kids do they want? <laughs> right. But so the the more children that you had, it was almost how you showed your wealth, mm. how you showed your power. Right. So the more children you were able to, to have, it meant you were strong, you were agile, wow. you know, people could respect you. Right. And of course, you had more hands to build up whatever it is that you needed to build yep. up. And so the that's kind of how you showed your status right. mm-hmm. in Nigeria. So the, the more you could, the better. Wow. <laughs> That is crazy. Yeah, yeah. It's just so different, man, how things, terms change and things change. And I think um, I think we just look down. Society, our society looked down on on everyone's 
relationships around the world. We're just so crazy because we just see things the way we the see way that things. we see things. Right. Yes. We, we we don't we have a hard time understanding that people do things differently around the world. Well, you know, America thinks they're the best. So oh if you God. think you're the best, everybody else is not the best. <laughs> right. right. Doing something wrong. Right. So you're going to criticize it, Most and it, it makes no sense to me. It doesn't. It doesn't. I'm trying to learn other cultures and try to instead of trying to push my culture onto people, mm. you know what I mean? And that's that's my whole thing. It's, I'm open minded about it all. Just want to learn because yeah. at the end of the day, we haven't been in these places. So yeah. the only thing we can do is take the word from someone like mm. you or other people who have been in these places. So you've been back. Yeah, so uh, since 96, I went back in 2015, mm-hmm. and I have not been back yet. But next year, next year, fingers crossed, I got to make it happen, yeah, you know? Yeah, my great, my grandmother, sorry, she's mm-hmm. 103 now. Wow. So, you know, she might not have my time left. But every year right. I say that, she's still here. I'm like, dang, <laughs> Granny, you waiting for me? Wow. <laughs> she might be. She so. waiting on you. Come she waiting, right? Yeah, like, one more time, one more time. Um, and she's still, you know, she's still doing well she's still in good spirits mm-hmm. and all of that so and that's dope yeah that is dope so i mean to get a food truck is not cheap Mm-mm. so did you have to do everything get your stuff together and get your loans or did you save up and, and get your truck yourself so i did um a little bit of both so half the cost came out of pocket okay and the other half of the cost was a loan through a cdfi it's okay. a community development financial institute wow so the sba gives millions and millions of dollars yes, to these cdfis mm-hmm. and so the cdfi's job is that they're supposed to push it out into the economy to small businesses like myself okay. but then every time i say cdfi everyone's eyes gets big because mm-hmm. they don't know what that is so how no. could the SBA, the government, give you money, but then no one knows that you have the money to disperse. (laughs) And I don't, that's probably one of like my biggest challenges Mm -hmm. as a small business is understanding why these organizations gatekeep. Man, it's tough. It blows my mind, especially. They're starting to get sued too because they're they're gatekeeping that the funds it was like when we used to go through that program. Mm -hmm. What she's talking about is what I heard about in that program. And it was like, I think the this year it was like one point six four six five million dollars or something that they imagine? had available for small businesses and, to, and to only disperse. This, only certain businesses are getting this. Mm-hmm. But the problem is, is that like you said, we don't know these things. Mm-hmm. Yep. And and the people who know, they're telling the people who they want to know, mm-hmm. and they're keeping the information from those who they don't want to know. You know what I mean? And people like you who were able to find, I don't, I didn't, I know of the SBA, but I've never heard of the SDFI. So <laughs> yeah, I'm. I'm I'm learning something myself okay. and we're a small business. So, and we, we, we look in options, trying to get money and mm-hmm. grants. It's not easy. No, Ugh. We've no. been turned down for pretty much every grant that we went for. Likewise. <laughs> <laughs> I got tired of applying. Man. Yeah, yeah. That's where we bought it yeah. right there. Man. Yeah. So I had to go the loan route because mm. I got tired of trying to get money because I knew I wasn't going to have to pay it back. Oh, somehow you always pay it back. Right. So that's not even real. Um, so that's why we went the the CDFI route um, and got a loan yeah. to be able to to cover to the cost the of the rest of the truck, and the rest has just been self funded and just kind of funding through. So how did you <laughs> how did you build your menu? What was your your plan on your menu? What did you how did you come to that that final decision of like this is the route we're going to go, and these are the main meals that we're going to focus on? Yeah. So um, 
Our logo after life tastes good is we mm. make Nigerian food for everyone. Okay. So wow. I had to think of a way that I was going to make the food that I grew up knowing, loving, cultural with the stench and the, all of that and mm-hmm. the color and yeah. the spice, but make it for everyone. Right. So my husband's dad is Nigerian and his mom is African-American. Okay. So I knew I wanted a fusion of Nigerian food and American food. There so I started there. So I took all of my favorite Nigerian foods. Mm-hmm. I took the jollof rice, mm-hmm. made a combo out of it. Okay. How do I make it American? Serve it with wings. Who doesn't love right. wings, right? right. Everybody loves Take wings. it back Nigerian, add a little sweet and spicy kind of sauce to it, mm. and then add either a side of plantain, which everybody knows, Definitely. or a side of puff puff, which still has more of that Nigerian right. flair. Right. I've got loaded fries. Who doesn't love loaded fries? Right. But then I top it with carne asada and suya spice, taking it back to Nigerian. Right. Suya spice is a peanut-based spice rub that's right. found in the northern regions of Nigeria. Right. So season that up with all the seasonings that you and I know and love, mm. and then load it with the crema that I make also. Wow. So African-American Nigerian yes. fusion. Yes, absolutely. So We are a fusion. That is dope, man. Thank you. I mean, it's it's dope because you got to... Y'all don't understand how I'm sitting over here. (laughs) Man. (laughs) Like, uh, can I go with you when you go back home, please? I'm trying to get all the way in the country and try everything. I'm trying to try it all. I got you. I had someone yesterday at the food truck we were out, and he was mm-hmm. like, just give me one of everything, one of the menu. I Man. said, you don't even want to hear about it. He was like, no, just go on ahead and run it down. <laughs> I'll try when I get home. <laughs> Man, that is, hey, that's what it's about. Yeah. Um, I love everything that you're doing, man, because it's, it's, it's what we need. We need to learn more about the African cuisine in, in America. When you go to the Midwest and the South, they, they have no idea about these, Mm-mm. these cuisines. And, um, they, more they don't realize, foods. but yeah. they don't realize like the Caribbean foods mm-hmm. is mostly the African cuisine mm-hmm. that they took out there. Out there, and yep. and people have learned and to put plantain. their own, and put their own and, right? Exactly, yep. like oxtail. Mm-hmm. Right. Oxtail is yep. an, as an African thing, so right. that they added the molasses mm-hmm. that they had to brown it, right. and then you slow cook it. Mm-hmm. Yep, oxtail to give it that yeah. smoke greens, look. collard greens, mm-hmm. yep. spinach that we dip the what we call the agusi. Mm-hmm. It's just you can make it with collard greens, you can make it with spinach. Right. They just didn't have those ground melon seeds anymore. Yeah, and they didn't have the uh, the palm oil to make right. their sauce, so they took it, they extracted the rest. And then kept the rest of it the same. Yeah. So I say collard greens and agusi are just same. kind of like a, yeah, it's just a, a meta, you know, metamorphosis mm-hmm. of what one right. used so to be. So they didn't, they didn't have what they, they didn't needed. have the ground melon seeds and right. the palm oil anymore. Mm-hmm. So if you extract that, you can they found greens. substitutes wow. for the ingredients that same they were yeah, missing to, to be able to, to make, make the meals. same yeah, yeah. dish yeah. with just a little bit different right. you know, flavors. Definitely, man. That's 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 what it's all about. Yeah. And uh, people, a lot of people don't know how Africans came here and taught the Europeans how to make rice. Mm -hmm. They didn't know how to cultivate and how to make the rice and how to get it into the rice and be able to uh, uh, grow it Mm -hmm. in the, in the um, environments that that we was growing it in. Right. Uh, We taught them all that, you know, we, we, they made money off the backs of them. They're not majority of the dishes that we eat Mm -hmm. are from Africa. Africa. Most of them. And we taught, Europeans, yeah. how to make those dishes, except potato salad. That's except, <laughs> except that's the only one we we, we, we don't own that one. We have no. They get mad at me all the time. I'll be like, that's why y'all that, always that's talk not about an potato African salad. Dish. That's, that's, that's not a black dish. German. It's German. German. <laughs> 
but they love talking complaining about it. Talking about who put the raisins in? Who cares? Who cares? It's European, right? They That's why they raisins. put raisins. In <laughs> right. <laughs> I like that. That's why it ain't from here, man. But um, so who was who would you say was your number one inspiration to to getting everything started and and getting to this point? Because man, it's a huge deal. You have a few truck. You're you're doing big things. So who would you say was your number one inspiration that got you to this point? Uh, I would definitely have to attribute that to my my oldest daughter. You know, wow. it's it's a lot to trust that your mom's going to take you across the country <laughs> and that you're going to be OK. You know, yeah. um, and she's been she grew up, you know, she grew up fast because right. we were just two girls living out in Arizona, yeah. middle of nowhere. Right. And we had to adapt. And it's been a lot of adaptation. And she has just always adapted and excelled. So That's dope. she has definitely been my driving force. Round of applause. Because. Uh... It takes a team to do everything, man. We, you know, I, I wouldn't know what I, where I would be without my people here. They they take yeah. their time to make sure that, that I'm good and we're good. So that's what it's about, man. Absolutely. People building, helping each other to get to a to a better place. Yeah, yeah. You know? Uh, so what's the future of uh, Las Kitty? What do you see? Do you wanna do you wanna brick and mortar? Do you what what's your future plans? Yeah. Um, so eventually we'll have to get into a brick and mortar mm-hmm. space. Uh, because right now we close in the summers because we know that it is astronomically Ooh. hot in very, Arizona very. in the summers. I do enjoy taking the summers off, I won't lie. But yeah, so looking to push into a brick and mortar, mm-hmm. maybe like late fall of next year. Yeah. We could start to see something sprouting. Um, location is ideal though in, in Arizona. Yes. So you got to really watch where you put stuff mm-hmm. big big city yes big city in phoenix so ma'am it's huge yeah it um is. you just, I, my thing is you just want to be centralized yeah yeah if you can figure out a way to get way to, to the central, central phoenix mm-hmm. you're good to go and that's why we keep the food truck because i always want to be able to be mobile mm-hmm. people just love it when they see the food truck come to their little yeah. area it, it almost feels like i'm bringing them a part of home mm-hmm. you know it's it's very it's a very heartfelt feeling how do you guys um like like at our where we live we got a we have a lot of uh, people from India there, mm. so we have a couple of Indian trucks that come come every what what twice a month something twice, like that. No, they come in more than that now. Yeah, uh, the last few like the last month or so, I've been seeing them every week. Yeah, but that's what they do. They have a they have a deal with the apartment building somehow, mm-hmm. and um and they come out and you know they they send the email out to yep. them. Do and when they do deals like that, do they have to pay the apartment building, or is this like it's cool? We're just doing this out the kindness of our heart. It's some. It all depends on the the apartment the complex. complex. Mm. Sometimes apartment complexes charter out like a third party. Okay. So one of like the third party we we work for that gets all of our apartment bookings. Okay. So she takes a cut of that. I don't think the apartment gets a cut of that. Okay. But if the apartment coordinates it on their own, they're usually just like, nope, no fees. Wow. Yeah. I mean. Yeah, that's pretty dope. Do you do any? Have you looked into yes. anything like that? Yep. So we okay. do a lot of apartment runs. Yeah. That's dope. We do a couple. So yeah, you guys have to let me know where you live so I can yeah. get on the list. We definitely want that. That would be dope to yeah. get you guys out yeah. there. Man. Yeah, they would like it because I, I, I believe if we have all yeah. type people that live here. So, yeah. You know what I mean? I, and I think they would be open to, to doing different people food. People usually so. are. Yeah, man. So, and the Caribbean food, African food is same same round and i was looking like when i was looking at some of the different meals and stuff last night i was looking a lot of the meals they use like oriental asian Mm -hmm. uh middle eastern spices Spices, right right yeah so i was like it wouldn't yeah it wouldn't be a big difference for for them people love african yeah so 
that because I mean, it's like cumin. you said, it's the cumin, <laughs> curry. the curry, the curry, definitely, and that's what Americans are not used to. Yep. They are not used the to the smell of curry, like, is especially so African Americans. Yeah. We're not used to that curry. Yeah, man. <laughs> I remember when we first met, and you lived next. Well, it wasn't next door. Mm-hmm. They was on the bottom, oh, adjacent yeah, to definitely. us, uh-huh. and they used to cook curry. Every, every day, every day. day. Every, day. every day they would cook curry. They didn't stop. And when I first, you know, I had only been here for like a year, two years. And I was like, what is the smell? I'm sitting out there. I'm like, are they cooking chitlin in some type of spice? Like, what is, oh, like, no. I was all the way thrown off. Yeah. yeah. But now I can, I can smell it. Just walking through the complex. Oh, somebody cooking. No, that right. curry smells so But good. then you, it's like you, at first, because you don't know. Yeah. But then when you do try and it, when you, you try it, it, you start seeing, you can tell the different curries. Mm-hmm. I know that the yellow curry isn't, isn't my favorite. Uh, uh, I don't know what, what that spice yeah, yeah, is. Yeah, that's like, yeah. But, yeah. Turmeric. The oh, turmeric. Yeah, uh, yeah. I have a favorite curry. That's not my favorite. Anytime the tikka yellow, masala. Yeah, yeah, I like the with red. With the butter. Yeah, I the like the red chicken. stuff. The butter chicken, yeah. yeah. That's, how, that's what I like. Yeah. Uh, uh, my favorite curry is uh, Steph Curry. Oh, <laughs> Shout out to Steph, though. <laughs> oh my goodness! One time, one time. So yeah, that's pretty dope, man. Was that a good one? Yeah, one funny. time. It, it was. It was all right. <laughs> it, was it was a dad joke of the week, <laughs> right? <laughs> Did I make it funny. Oh man. So yeah, so we're gonna. Do um, you have anything that you wanted to show us really fast? Some goodies. Yeah, I, I'm, yeah. I'm eyeballing a bag over there. Okay, <laughs> let's do it. All right. So I brought over our hand pie kit. So wow. it is bagged in a nice little burlap sack with our logo, nice, Las Giddy Cafe. And that when you dope. open yes, it, it so is. meat pies are one of the dishes that we make. They're like empanadas. Ooh. So that you don't have to figure out how to how make, to make them. them. I've got oh, a little four set wow. in here. So this is like our five inch. This is our standard. I mean, you literally can make any kind of pie. I do wow. like cheeseburger little patties. So you just lay your dough inside. You yeah, stuff it with stuff whatever. It. You close, close, close it pull up. the extra. And then if you want like a calzone size, oh, this is our six incher. If you got like little appetizers that you want to make, you can That's do this fun. side. And if you want little minis, yeah. dumpling size. Yeah. So my kiddo loves like plain with yeah. these and we stuff them together. What kind of dough? Do you any kind of pastry dough? Yeah, work? any yeah. pastry, literally any pastry dough. Yeah, I do like man. fruit ones too, like little yeah. apple pies. Especially whenever I gotta take stuff to the kids' right. school, I'm like, oh yes, that is. Hi, yep, yeah. yep. yeah. mm-hmm. yeah. that was useful. I'm finna, uh, I'm finna go look. look is there a recipe in there for the uh, no, pies? I can add one in there. I can add one in there. Um, so this is our signature sauce. Oh yeah, goodness. I brought you some Ayi Lata. I had to. I had to. So Ayi oh Lata. I'm going to put that on some. I got some yes. chicken thawed out now. Oh. You can make you a nice little dish. So, so what? Uh, what is it spiced with? So it has bell pepper. It's got Roma tomatoes, onions, some habanero bay leaves, onion powder, garlic powder, wow. all-purpose seasoning, some curry, some dry thyme in oh here. Oh, my goodness. That and so we let great. this marinate for like a good like four to five days yeah. and then we jar it up. So this has literally, it's ready to eat. So you could just heat it up and uh-huh. serve. It goes over rice, chicken, beef, fish. Wow. If you could put it on eggs, you can make it as a dip. You literally can make right. anything with it. And a little bit goes a long way. So about half this jar mm-hmm. and maybe like a cup of like water or broth or something to thin it out. 
you'll be good to go. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, we, we definitely trying it. Yep. Yeah. You know it. it. And then there's just a little wristband in here for y'all. We appreciate that. And it just says, the answer is always Las Giddy (laughs) Joel. I love it, man. (laughs) Oh, man, that looks so good. Look at the spices in there, man. Oh, yeah, that's going to be good. Mm -hmm. It's better than any ragu. um, Let's see that over here for Instagram. Oh, yes, for the baggies and the sauce. Yeah, that looks good. That looks terrific, man. That is the signature Aguilata. Yeah, that looks great. I love it. Yeah, yeah man. Um, anytime. Get y'all some. Man. So, real fast, let the people know uh, your website real fast. We're going to take a break, but before we take one, let them know their website and um, how to contact you. Yeah, so um, I can be reached easiest via website, www.lasgiddycafe.com. Mm-hmm. We love social media. I respond. I'm friendly. DM me at lasgiddycafephx on mm-hmm. Instagram. And Lasgiddy Cafe on Facebook. I'm learning TikTok, so hit me up on there too <laughs> at Lasgiddy Cafe PHX. Man, we love it. Thank All right, you. Jimmy, let's take a quick break. We're gonna be back with more Lasgiddy, Miss Chef Patty. Welcome back. Welcome back to a boy live. So today we have Las Giddy. Uh, they have a, a beautiful food truck. They put out beautiful food. And uh, Miss Patty's came through. Chef Patty's came through and uh, taught us a little bit how to eat some Nigerian, good Nigerian food, man. Um, so we're going to, we're going to have to, we got to catch up with you. Yeah, we have to catch up with yeah, you and get this truck because I, I haven't had the full experience. Yes, so, you, you know what I mean? So I definitely need to engulf myself in this Nigerian food and get to learn it because uh, I don't, I don't think I've had it. Me either. Me, and I'm trying it. to go to somebody's house so I can learn how to make it. Yes. <laughs> we do cooking classes also. It's probably like one of the things that I love the most. Really? Um, yeah. Our cooking classes uh, or an Airbnb. You can book it as an experience. Man. It's super dope. That is dope too. Cause I can't, oh, yeah. I can't cook yeah. nothing. I'm, I suck. <laughs> but let's go on. We're gonna uh, talk some more. Um, we're gonna do some news really fast. Yeah. Uh, let's go over to it. Let's do Run Habari News Weekly. Now, this week's Habari News Weekly. And Dipling Ellison, sponsored by. Uh, we're gonna talk about Get Amp Live. Uh, they do the um, streaming concerts, and they and Archie is media, which also can do your photography 
and any um, uh, videos that you want, contact us. What, what is a full day? Uh, it was 500, half day, 300. That's all video prices. And we also got the photography to come through if you need the uh, photography. And um, hit us up at info at HavariEntertainment.com and we will get back to you to um, get any projects that you have or events uh, that you need get done. Uh, let's talk about, man, uh, right now we're preparing for a government shutdown as House uh, Republicans lack a viable end game for funding. Um, the White House on Friday directed federal agencies to get ready for a shutdown after House Republicans left town for the weekend with no viable plan to keep the government funded with overt political and, and economically costly disruption of federal services. So, I mean, I, I feel like every six months, every yes, yeah, it seems like once a year now they play around a, with this a government shutdown. Yeah, I, I, you're right because they had the the debt limit stuff, mm-hmm. and they was playing with that. Yep. Nowadays, they just can't agree on anything. These things used to be easily agreed upon, and they would just pass through. That's why we never heard about these things. Right. But now they fight about everything mm-hmm. and everything to get past is a battle and a fight. Uh, Republicans are embarrassed by the other Republicans is acting like this because what you got the. The Coney Barrett lady, I forget that lady name, yeah. she's the crazy blind, I forget her name. She's she's just she's insane. So you got uh, McCarthy. He's in a situation where he can't uh, persuade his hard right flank of Republicans to allow Congress to approve a temporary funding measure. So he's caught in the middle and looking kind of silly. And he's uh, also the person that's trying to push the the uh, uh, um, impeachment of Biden, which is dumb. Just yeah, dumb. Th- and that's, the, that's the thing I don't get. Like, what what is the purpose of impeaching Impeaching him. Man, it's so dumb. We don't even know what is, they're impeaching him for. Nobody is it because does. Hunter? <laughs> I think so. I don't even know, bro. I haven't even been looking. I straight up haven't cared that much to even to even look. And I do news. And I <laughs> <laughs> for real because it's, it's so dumb. It it's is. so dumb. I don't even want to waste my moments looking at the reason why they're trying to impeach this dude. They've been going after uh uh with Hunter. The dude admitted he smoked crack. <laughs> And they, and they just, still gonna go after they on him. They're not gonna let it go. I mean, the dude was a cokehead and a crackhead, and he said he did all the drugs. And they just, long as Biden in there, they gonna mess with that dude. Yep. They was like he did drugs while he had a gun. So now they going now after him again. Yeah, right. it's a problem. He yeah. had a gun and he was doing like it's it's so dumb. It's so political that it's ridiculous. Yeah, it is. You know, so I wish that the respect for the other side would come back, but we know that the Republican Party. It's going to look cuckoo. So <laughs> they've Everybody lost it. Crazy, yeah, they lost, lost it. They've, they've lost it a little bit. So we can't uh, expect the people to negotiate with crazy people. Yeah. So maybe I don't know what's what, what's going to change uh, their side. But uh, McCarthy has signaled his preference for avoiding a closure. So <laughs> hopefully the hard right flank will come around and we can avoid the shutdown. But uh, we'll see. Right. We'll see. We'll see. It's ridiculous. So, Arizona's sweltering summer could set new record for most heat-associated deaths Sheesh. in the city. 
America's hottest metro area is on track to set an annual record for heat-associated deaths after a sweltering summer, particularly in Phoenix. Public health officials in Maricopa, uh, a home to Phoenix and Arizona's most populous county, said Friday that 289 heat-associated deaths were confirmed as of September 16th with the number 200 another 262 deaths under investigation so 500 over 500 something deaths damn near six we saw a lot of those come through the hospital this summer that's, so that's crazy yeah a lady actually fell and suffered um a really bad burn yeah. on the street on the street yeah she was an older lady had a ground level fall the burn was so bad you don't even believe it's that hot until your bare skin touch Ooh. it. Yeah. Man. Yeah. Um, on that story, they said about three quarters of Maricopa County's confirmed heat deaths mm -hmm. so far this year were outside, including at bus stops, mm -hmm. as well as in yards, driveways, parking lots, and parks. That's ridiculous. <clears throat> and about 44% of those who died were people experiencing homelessness. Yeah, you already know. In a county where an estimated 10,000 10,000 homeless people don't have <coughs> access to permanent housing. Uh, they also said that there have been uh, 74 mm -hmm. indoor heat deaths confirmed so far. How do you have? Oh, because you don't have air conditioning. Including 63 in homes where the air conditioning coolers. was not working mm -hmm. or turned off. That's insane. Oh, insane. man. You can't have, man, there's no way you can live in this in this like, state without nothing. You, I mean, you have to have air conditioning in this city. It's a must, man. <laughs> but, you know, I think it's a law where as long as the inside of your house or home or apartment or whatever doesn't, it, it has to be at 82 degrees. 82. But I mean, for an older person, they can't handle being at 82 degrees all day. Right. If they're sicker or weaker, mm -hmm. you know, that's 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 going to be a health issue. Mm -hmm. So I, I I don't understand that. man. I don't know. But because I remember when I was a kid and we would go around a lot of elderly people, they would have they would have the house. Super well, I think, I think mm -hmm. it's different people that have different ailments. You know what I mean? So they may have different ailments where they they don't really feel, feel the heat. The, and they maybe they feel really cold all the time. Mm -hmm. You never know what they could have going on. So that's but that that's definitely true that you go to grandma's house, it's hot as hell. But <laughs> that dang plastic <laughs> You be in there sweating <laughs> all but, uh, across the plastic. That's just how it was, man. My grandmother be in there baking pies. It's hot as hell. <laughs> it's <laughs> already was... hot. And did you go throw a pie in the oven? <laughs> you better they not live complain. By yeah. They live by the oven, you yep. know what I mean? So, but it, the food was always excellent. Always. Always Every good. time. That's for real. My grandma used to, um, my uh, my stepdad's mom, mm -hmm. like I would see her cook and she would like just grab stuff with her bare hands. But that's the craziest thing. And that's how you know grandma yeah, raw. Right. That's how you know you spend too much time in the kitchen. <laughs> right. I have these hands for a reason. Callous thing. My daughter yep. is like, they need something. I'm like, oh, just give me that. She's like, she right, looks right. at me, all right, right. they know. All right, I remember real. one time it was boiling water and she put her hand in and grabbed the hot dog and, and just took it, it out. right out. I was yeah. like, uh. Yeah. Inhumane. <laughs> we didn't even feel that. That's at all. There's been times I, that she had rolls in the oven and just take out the tray by her hands. I'm like, what the that's hell? That's crazy. Yeah. 
Yeah, I'm not doing that. <laughs> I've done it a couple times where I yeah. just reach into. Do y'all know the temperature with which women bathe? Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I do know that. Yeah, yeah. And that's yeah. ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. Burn my skin off every time she comes. What? Man. Hey, come take a shower with me. I am okay. No. <laughs> you don't want to be the dude in the back freezing. <laughs> like oh, I feel like dudes man. are so picky with their water temperatures, especially. Y'all yeah. be taking some some lukewarm, right? Y'all want to be cold. I want to. I want it to be like warm, but I don't not like too my hot. Skin I need it to be warm or hot. That's the only way I'm gonna feel it. I need the water to be hot. Yeah, Open okay. up all the pores. <laughs> Clean it all what out. What y'all doing in there? Sweating in the shower? <laughs> yeah. Just open your pores. That's crazy. Y'all in there taking a. Steam bath, exactly. Been boiled in there in a sauna. Oof. Half half cold, half hot. <laughs> oh no! Hey, I showed we, the last place we had where it was set at a certain mm-hmm. setting. I used to get mad all every time. All the time. <laughs> you know, I'm just always mad. Like, oh, what? Man. How are you even taking showers in this? I can't even step in this. Thing. I don't understand. Each other turn the shower on after me. Oh, he, he got <laughs> to turn it down and bit. then wait a few minutes before right. stepping in to make like, sure the water cool back down. Made out <laughs> but let's talk about uh, Joe Biden is going to establish the first ever White House Office of Gun Violence Prevention to be overseen by uh, Vice President Kamala Harris. That's good, man. I know some people just want all-out war on the streets and they want guns everywhere. But we have to figure out how we can stop gun mm-hmm. violence and how we can prevent kids from getting their hands on guns. We we have to do something, man. Uh, we, we can't just sit back and do nothing and watch our kids die. Absolutely. And in this country, uh, schools, they don't feel safe. and We don't feel safe anywhere anymore. And um, More and more kids are taking guns to school. Right, right. And they think it's a game that one took it to school. All this, I was just doing it for show and tell. And I thought they're friends. And then, you know, who knows what can happen. From right. there. So it's it's tough, man. Um, I think we need to, uh, having um, someone in place to look at what happens, how many times it's happened, the statistics of what's going on. You're going to be able to figure out which places we need to be able to sew up maybe some laws. Mm-hmm. Maybe we need to do some things differently this way. We know we're not going to get rid of guns because these people are insanely scared of the, for everything. Mm-hmm. They're just, they live their life in fear. I understand that. But we we do have to put some things in place to protect the kids and keep people safe. So let's do this, man. And hopefully uh, they can come out with some. And it's been like 30 something years since we've had something something in place wow. to look at the numbers and the statistics because they outlawed it. Wow. They outlawed Didn't it. Didn't they outlaw it in like 90... It was like 99, 98, something like... No, nah, it was 95. after Clinton because Clinton did a, a, a assault weapon ban in the 90s. Yeah, he did the assault weapon so ban. So after the assault weapon ban... Um, that's when they did the outlaw of the... Right. So of it was the, about... Um, it was during George Bush's tenure, if okay. I'm not mistaken. I'm like, I, I know I remember yeah, them. I so remember they, them talking about that as a they kid. They said you can't do any tests. You can't do any... Yeah. And you can't no, look at no the numbers. Research no research at all. gun violence. To look or, at gun violence. Yeah. They banned Crazy. it. Oh, they like whatever, whatever they was. They're in the this. The country is owned by 
the gun rights people. Uh, they just they're on they're just running everything. NRA owns America right now, and they they they're just holding us hostage. They're holding our families, our kids hostage, teenagers. You know, the scariest age, eighteen to twenty five. When you're the dumbest, they're the most influenced. Yeah, because you know you're influenced. dumb and you mm-hmm. think you know everything, but think you know, yeah, all, we yeah. all, we was there. I yeah, was there. I, I knew there. you could Nobody could tell you nothing, right? You know, you knew everything, yeah. but that's no, what it is. No. You don't realize how Show dumb you were until you're about thirty. That's the first thing <laughs> right. I'm gonna say. I already know that. <laughs> right. I get it. I know. Yeah, you don't know. Shit. Don't know nothing. Not a damn thing. But they think they know it all. But. We was there. We know you. Right there. I was I was in math class and one of my teachers, she was like, she goes, Hey Jimmy, go uh do the problem on the board since you know everything. Uh, and you couldn't get up there and do it. Actually I did do it. Aisha. But it was the principle of it. <laughs> right. Right. So we got uh New Jersey Senator Robert Men- uh, Menendez and his wife indicted on federal bribery charges. Bribery? Uh yeah, man. what did I say? Bribery. Library. Library. Whatever, man. You sound Bri- like someone. Uh, bribery. Uh, funniest yeah. thing that happened to me this morning. <laughs> What's that? He goes, he was like, uh, he was like, yeah, the badge I got was uh uh inside scoring uh Phenom. He was like, What? It was Phenom. But <laughs> <laughs> he said Phenom. <laughs> uh, I was in a party chat. <laughs> we was in a party chat. He was like, How you hate an egg, you stupid? <laughs> Oh, oh my god! Venom. Said, Venom. <laughs> wow! I said that made my morning. I was like, "Oh my goodness!" Oh man! So, <laughs> according to uh, court findings sincere Friday, the prosecutors alleging the couple accepted lavish bribes in exchange for official acts, and they're Democrats, so that's they are they finna get roasted. roasted. They're not gonna play this game, and you already know the Democrats gonna go in on them. And, and it's Republicans like every go time on them. it happens to a Democrat, mm-hmm. we are so like, you no, know, get them out. We roast them. Well, they, we, they, held, they, they hold their self hold to a higher, a higher standard. standard. Right. right. Yeah. The the Republicans are going to take up for them and say, no, nah, they didn't do that. Oh, they didn't it, say that. That's not what they it's meant. It's political. Or they're, 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 it's a Whatever witch hunt. excuse they have. They're just coming after me. Right. Is, is Biden and his DOJ. That, that's, that's what they're going to do mm-hmm. instead of taking responsibility. For doing something and incorrect. being account- being held right. accountable for right. what they said for what or you did. did. This dude did something wrong. I don't give a- if he's a Democrat Republican, he has to pay, yeah. mm-hmm. and um, he he should be removed from office. And if 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 he's been taking gifts and uh, uh, Clarence Thompson, Thomas, whatever his yeah, name is, he he's to- been getting gifts, and he should be held to the same standards. Standard. But the Republicans won't yeah. do that. No, they won't. And this dude been and taking he's been gifts getting for way years. more lavish right. gifts than than they have right. been getting. And then you know what I mean? That's that's something that why are they held to a lower standard than somebody that's in a lower uh, position? They can just do whatever they want to in the right. in the courts. That's trash. He shouldn't be able to take those gifts. And if he is taking them, he should be released of his job. But we or can't do anything he to have Clarence to, Thomas. Or he should have to make whatever gifts. It has to be known public. We have right. to know what you're getting in right. in, in, in respect you to what you're You can't take bribes under the table from your boys. He's taking giving you trips to Paris and trips to right. this. And, you're and going these cost all these thousands places. of dollars man, come gifts. Come on, man. We, we know what you're doing. You're doing things. You're, you're, you're passing laws and you're putting in things in place for yep. these gifts. And and if we don't, if people, especially if people don't know about it and you work for the public, 
this is a problem. Everything you do, including the money you make, should be public. Damn, man. Most definitely, man. Um, so we got uh, my last one is on to you then. Uh, we got Biden said he will join the picket line alongside uh, the UAW members in Detroit. Uh, so you know, we, uh, they are uh, picketing right now. Um, we we are for the people in the union. You know what I mean? Uh, my cousin uh, Money, you know what I mean? He works for him. Um, and so he he put up his UAW and, he, and he's with it. They're going on strike. These wow. people deserve more money. Yeah, man. they do. You know what I'm saying? When you you you're you're providing something that is essential, essential. to American life. life, to how to get back and forth to your job. And these people are providing and building that for you. Nope. And and they still Especially having problems paying their bills, and that's crazy. Especially in a society where where we live mm-hmm. is not walkable no we don't have walkable communities no. anymore and they they didn't they mm-hmm. they took away all the trolleys they took away all the public transportation public transportation and and then they they said cars 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 and now no one can afford them and they don't even want to pay the people who build them yeah so you, know, you when you worked at one of these factories in the 60s and 70s 50s you could own you could buy a new house yep. take and care of car. your family you new car new now these people they're struggling and then people they, that's working to build the cars can't mm-hmm. even afford to purchase right. the car. And that's ridiculous. And the prices okay. of these cars are just, oh my goodness, I don't even want to talk Pay about that right now. Fair wages, it's man. right. So it. they're gonna go on strike. Biden, you know, he has to <coughs> ride with them because he's supposed to be a union president. Mm-hmm. So he's gonna ride with them and um he'll be down in Michigan to um to lead this on and Hopefully they come to the to the forefront and get something done fast because nobody want to see a strike. They've been firing people all week to try to get and they've been doing to layoffs stop. too. Yeah, that's what they've been doing. Mm-hmm. Instead of coming to the table and talking, they just been laying off people to try to get these people fr- to to not come back to work. Yeah, to to not strike. It's crazy. So you know what I mean? This this, this how they playing. They playing dirty, man. It's a dirty game, yep. and it's always been dirty. The unions. If you go back and you read about the unions. And how people had to fight and die to get fair wages and fair compensation for what we was doing. And fair access to health care. And safe environments to work in. How many people had to die? How many people had to fight, go to jail, kill, murder? Read about the union wars. You read about that stuff and how people fought and died. And the protests. Yeah, man. It was a big deal because they didn't want to give us anything. And, and it's still the same thing. The rich trying to hold on to their money. Mm-hmm. And now they have more money than they did back then. Mm-hmm. Way more. Mm-hmm. So we're doing a worse job than our parents did yeah. of keeping ourselves in a type of situation where mm-hmm. we can feed our families. Yeah. The money said, well, we can't even afford the groceries. We can't even Should buy, we can't that. buy cereal. We can't afford the cereal that mom used to buy anymore. It's, it's exactly. $10 now. Right. It's ridiculous. And our, our wages are still the same as as our parents' wages. We we have to realize that That's how 40, important. That's 50, 60 years right. of wages that has been stagnant. Stagnant. And the prices of, of everything That's just going keeps up. going That's up. It's like every 10 year. times more expensive every year now than it was then. Yeah. What you got? Um, same sex marriage mm-hmm. um, is banned in the Navajo Nation. But that is soon changing. Really? Oh, okay. 
Yes. Where's the Navajo? What they say where Navajo Nation is located? The Navajo Nation stretches across Arizona, Utah. Uh, oh, so they're around. they northern Arizona. Northern Utah, Arizona. In, okay, mm-hmm. for sure. Yeah, it says uh, 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 back in June, the Navajo Nation uh, Council Delegate Seth Damon mm-hmm. introduced a bill to repeal the prohibition of same-sex marriage. The legislation uh, has cleared three committees mm-hmm. and faces one more before it can go f- before a full council. Right. Uh, meanwhile, the key Navajo leaders um, have voiced support for the measure. Okay. And they said that uh, if the bill cl- com- clears the committee stage, mm-hmm. uh, the guy, one of the guys that's uh, assisting putting the bill through Nelson. Right. He said that he expects it to go before the full council by mid October. Welcome to the 21st century Navajo nation. It only took you 23 years to get here. Actually not 23 years. Uh, in 2005, mm-hmm. that's when the Navajo nation decided that they were going to outright ban, ban six. Same but I mean, how could they ban it if it was never, even, it wasn't legal here. It wasn't legal in America yet. I, Until I 2015. Right. But they still had on the on their laws. It was banned. It was banned. Mm. They thought so, about it beforehand. Like we they it. thought about it beforehand, right? Before y'all start getting crazy. <laughs> right. But they said that if it passes this last committee and passes council, that's going to have a ripple effect on uh, indigenous nations, nations across, across the U.S. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I would um, hope so, man. You can't because as it stands right now, none they, of the nations haven't. They can't get the same benefits as same-sex marriage oh, yeah. couples get. That's what it was always been about. Yeah, that's yeah, what it's, it's, it's just been, been about, about the, the benefits of being able to to receive your spousal benefits yeah, yeah, or yeah. being able to file be taxes jointly care, together. On their medical, to, whatever. To be able is. to help make decisions yeah. for them if they ever. Right. That's what it's always been about. That's what it's always been about. Because you can't pick. You can't say, oh, it only can be a man. It can only be a woman. That and that's that how the Navajo Nation defined it back in 2005. Mm-hmm. It's only a man mm-hmm. and a woman. Nah, but that's that's just unfair. But you never now, know who's going to be there for you. you know exactly. I mean? So that's okay. that's just different. Yep. yep. You got anything else? Uh, not as far as news. We can go into the hot mess. All right, go into the, yeah, hot mess. Or comic books or sports. Where, where are you at? Over with Demi. There's two people up there with Demi. Yeah, I hit her with the door. Good job. Which one are we going in? Hot mess. Hot mess. Get ready for the week's Hollywood hot mess with Aisha Rowan. Sponsored by. Um, we're sponsored. This is going to be by uh, Creative Drill Sergeants. You know, they do a lot of partnerships with us. And uh, they are a uh, veterans group that helps people with through music and art. Um, contact them at creativejustsergeants.com. But they are a great group for veterans to come to and to help out to be able to get through and maybe get through some of their stresses through music and art and other creative ways. Definitely. This week's hot mess. Yeah. I just want y'all to know. Mm. It's it. This is a hard line to cross. Right. Especially when you are a registered sex offender. Oh, got him. Who are we talking about? Nicki Minaj's husband, Kenneth Petty. He's currently serving 120 days. House arrest for threatening offset uh, on social media 
amid no. uh, Nikki's and he Cardi on probation. B's he cold online, war. Online threatening people and you're on probation. Oh, dumb, dumb. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it is a violation of, of his existing probation <laughs> as a registered sex offender. Mm. Yes, ma'am. Um, they are saying that Nicki Minaj shouldn't have married this guy. I'm He's saying. ruining her reputation. Yeah. He's hey. setting her back. I don't know why she with this dude. That was a that I mean. Why is she still out. trying to defend? She him. loves him, man. I get it, but dude is a sex offender, man. That's all I need to know. Right. That's all you need to know, right I don't there. Know nothing else about him. Right. That's it, man. We we so had, had especially when you a woman and you have kids. She had a kid with right. him, didn't she? Right. So now you put into a situation of yeah. I know now I know you a sex offender. I got kids. What was it? With Do you. we know the case? Was it he was messing with a young girl or I something? Can't remember. They, I, it was out at some point. But, it was. It was a while ago. But we also know like designer. Yes. He's a sex offender he's right now. He's a sex now. offender right now. But I think they was, said he showed his Yeah, on he was on a plane. On a plane. Yeah. So now he's a sex offender they for said, the rest of his life. Yep. His, uh, his, for Lord, doing... his Lord did not those plans. It don't matter. He's guilty. Yeah. Guilty. That's so, indecent exposure. Yeah. yeah. Right. They can deny it all they want to. He still he had to went to court and he lost. Now it may be a situation where he got railroaded. I don't know. I've right. never heard of nobody getting railroaded for something like that. But, but they had enough proof of somebody who was saying he was doing something. So for him to be a registered right. offender. Right. Hey man. Look, that's we all had it a situation takes. out in Phoenix with something like that the last couple of weeks. I'm not gonna say any names because they, you know, but it was some crap like that going on, and uh, reputations get ruined from stuff like that. They really do, and and people try to hide their past and who they are because and, of what and they're when trying. People to find do. out. That's 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 the number one thing. You ha- if you you have to be open and you honest. Got to be man. You have to be transparent, yeah. especially as a business owner, and you have that reputation. I wouldn't even. I don't understand why you would open a business in a situation like that, though. Yeah. Because if people, if you have to, um, everywhere Defend you go, yourself. you have to register, people are going to find out about always, that. Always. And then Every when time. they do, you have to explain what you did. And, you know, we've seen a, a company destroyed from something like that this yep. last couple of weeks. So yeah, we did. anyway. Um, um, but, you know, moving on to more funny things <laughs> in life. Singapore Airlines had mm. to refund a couple $1,400 after the dog farts on them for the whole flight. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> it was somebody else's dog? It was somebody else's oh, dog. Yeah, I and had they were just farting. And it was described as a boxer rock. It was a oh. boxer mix with something, and it was Growling and snoring and snorting uh, and yeah, everything this whole flight. And the flight was 13 long. hours long. Yeah, I'm cool on Why that. wasn't the dog in, and, a, in, in, a, in, a, in a kennel? In a kennel. Don't That's know. Crazy. But the dog was on the plane with the with his Unless owner. it was a, um, what they call those dogs? A service they, dog. A service yeah. dog. Yeah. service yeah. animal. Yeah. It could have been. Mm-hmm. I've been on planes with... Uh, some of the oddest animals you can think of. So I'm quite an avid traveler. <laughs> I travel quite a bit. I've been on a plane with parrots. I've been on a plane with horses. What the I've hell? been on a plane with bats. How you put a horse on a plane? Yeah. They got snakes, yeah. The parrots had me going. I'm on I've had today, eagles, huh? but wow. they sit right on the little neck part. Yeah. The dog was just they they said the dog was just letting Let them lose move. the entire flight. Oh, oh no. 
they said it was so bad that they it took them a while to even negotiate with Singapore Airlines before Singapore Airlines was like, all right, you know what? Oh, no. Here your, here your money back. I would have outed y'all already. I'm surprised Singapore let let them people have the dog up there because that's such a strict country. They're such a strict country. Strict so you can't country. chew gum there. Can't do anything in Nothing. there. <laughs> yeah. When I went, I literally was just like, oh, it's so nice. Oh, it's so I'm beautiful, go. right, that's because you, you can't do nothing. I can't do nothing. I went somewhere I ate. I was very like, it, it was, it was like it's one of those things where table. you, uh, right, where you go to grandma's house and she got the living room yes, where you can't touch. wrapped in plastic. Man. You got they, one little corner everything. square in the house. Where and you that's the only gum. spot you can touch. Yeah, you put right. gum anywhere. Put it. Oh, that's federal time. Gum. Yeah. You Swats. Time. They giving you the, the 30 lashes. Yeah. Right. Nobody wants that. Nah. We had to save a kid who was over there. And I think it was back in the 90s. He was over there spray painting cars. And they was about um, to give him 30 lashes. Yeah, he should have took those. And man, and we, the America had to go save him and yeah, get him out of there. Because he was about to get him. They was about to tear his butt up. Yeah. They don't play that, man. Not at all. No, they don't. <laughs> you don't come over there messing with that. That's why stuff. I was surprised that they it took them that long for they to for them to even yeah. they don't, get That's money a lot back. of money, too, man. Yeah. But, uh, but it was a 13-hour flight. Who right. wants to be sitting on a 13-hour flight Ooh, next to smelling, a fart smelling. dog? Oh, mm-hmm. my goodness. Yeah, we'd have had a problem. I'd ask for my money back too. We'd have a problem because I'd be like, "Man, can you move me, please? Right. Get me somewhere else. I've been getting yeah. pooted on the whole flight. Right, the <laughs> silent poots. Oh, oh, that's gross. But yeah, now that's a hot mess. Definitely Literally. a hot mess. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, let's get into the comic book corner before we hit this game. Oh, okay. Comic Book Corner, sponsored by. Uh, so Sorry, we got I wish um, I, I had to wake them. we got um, like Ashoka this week, man. Was pretty good, man. We got to see a totally new galaxy for the first time. Open up a number of storytelling possibilities for Star Wars. Uh, we don't see. We got to see um, Sabine. <clears throat> Uh, I'm gonna have to go back and watch with the little uh, nody creatures. That was pretty dope. Uh, Finding old boy was pretty dope. Uh, Ezra, uh, they brought in um, uh, Thrawn. That was pretty cool to see him. Um, so it was it was pretty cool, man. Um, we we did <laughs> a good job, and uh, I think that uh, I think that. Uh, we did a good job of getting it. I think they did a good job of putting it together. You know what I mean? And um, everything was really good, man. Uh, almost did that little kid laugh. I saw that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, man, I think it's a show that's worth uh, checking out, man. Yeah, check, like check I said, I'm going to have to go back and rewatch it because I'm kind of lost. Mm. Every time you start the episode, and, and you, you love to do this. You love to start the show when I'm running around playing with Demi. Uh-huh. And then I come back and sit down. I'm like, what's going on? Because you're not paying attention to it. So I already know that. That's why I just started. Because I know you're just going to be looking at your phone. That's not true. Because mm. I be running around with Demi half the time. And then I come back and sit down. And then you be like, oh, this is what happened. Be like, oh, okay. Uh, we got some more rumors on uh, Deadpool 3. Uh, we got uh, director Sean Levy reveals MCU sequel uh pays respects to the fox marvel history so 
they're going to bring back a lot of the uh, people from Fox. It looks like um, what the director is saying. So that's pretty dope. Um, we want to, uh, it's going to be, it's a lot of people putting out a lot of information. And uh, we want to make sure that, uh, I don't know. It's I just I hate, what I'm saying is I hate when people go out there and put out so much bull. And then people be so hyped for the movie. They and then they get there and they let down. And that's that's what I think we 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 do too much of. They they expect too yeah, much. Yeah. So, the movie. you know, you wanna you wanna keep your expectations uh tampered a little bit. But I like how the director said this though, that he was just like, um, it's gonna be a respect uh to the Fox uh Marvel history. So we should see some of the some of the characters throughout history. But some of the things that I've been hearing uh online is crazy the people how much shit they think is going to be in this movie my bad how much stuff they think is going to be in this movie it's crazy they just think everybody's going to be in this movie and they thought the same thing for dr strange yep. and then they was all like uh it sucks because everybody yeah, and they would definitely have a movie flop just because they expect yeah way too much way from too the much. movie and, and then it doesn't happen and then it don't happen and then they're like uh so I don't want to do that to Deadpool. I just try not to I'm, have I'm too like, many high expectations. Yeah, I'm like having dude um, a if Ryan you have Reynolds under expectations. You'll be surprised yeah. when it, it's gonna be good, final. man. And I'm not, I'm not getting caught up in all this craziness they're doing. Yeah. So, uh, in sports, run that, and we we go to the game. We out. Habari Sports. So, oh, no. Cardinals are trash really? this year, man. Really? Cardinals got to have one win this year. Why right, not have it, it be, not against be against the Cowboys? Yeah. Yeah, we all I, I know how it. Cowboy fans are. They be like, ah! And I'm a Giants right. fan, so I can't talk right. too much. We got ran through. So. Yeah. Yeah, that was bad. Well, they beat us last week, so. Yeah. But, you know, we have uh, the Cowboys coming in, uh, Micah Parsons coming coming in. So, Joshua Dobbs, whew, that boy going to need some protection this week. So, hopefully, uh, we can keep that man upright some way if we can get uh, some type thing going on. Uh, we got Connor, you know, hopefully he can get a little bit. He had a decent game, uh, 150 yards. Uh, so, Hopefully we can get something going, man. Um, I think they didn't allow a sack, if I'm if I'm not mistaken, uh, even though we still lost. So hopefully we can keep uh, Parsons off our quarterback and um, we can have a decent game, man. Um, I'm, I'm going to try to stay positive. I know we don't have a chance in hell, but but we <laughs> are going to stay. We're going to stay positive, though, man. Bird gang, gang, gang. Yeah. So the A. Hey, Hopefully we could pull it out, man. Oh, I doubt it though, man. man. But um I'ma guess I'ma say the score is gonna be uh 35-14 Cowboys. That's not bad. Yeah, it's if the Cardinals could put up. 14. Yeah, 14, that that's good. It's looking like a touchdown the field goal type situation. Yeah. Right. Yeah. He he gonna put it as a high score game, yeah, 35-14. Kill us. But they yeah. their offense, they've put up pretty much 40 points every game so far. It's only been two games. Right, that's what I'm saying. Two games, they put up 40. You think our defense is going to be able to stop them? Hell no. Right. 
Our defense yeah. gonna put up some negative we, points. We played well for three quarters yet last week, though. Yeah, no. Dude, I don't know how we lost that game last week. I was like... Mm-hmm. My homie from work said Cardinals gonna Cardinal. Cardinals gonna Cardinal. That's <laughs> yes, like any Phoenix team. They're gonna choke. Chill, uh, chill on the Suns this year. Yeah, chill man. on the Suns this right, year. Right, chill. I don't wanna it. hear it. My boy May is here. He got Udoka. Yeah, we man. We gotta get it going this year. If, if we can't get it in football, we're going to get in We're going to get it in basketball. Jim is a personally this season, so I'm going to make sure he comes in. We're getting a parade this year. Parade. <laughs> but anyway. Calling it. Run the uh, game, bro. Parade. All right, so just 10 questions real fast here. Okay, see fine. if you uh, have any. Um... Let's get ready to play trivia for Loot. Sponsored by. Rivia. This week we got 10 questions for you. If you get 7 out of 10 correct, you will get a Habari Entertainment t-shirt. Oh, you ain't right. even made old girl a t-shirt. I got to get that made this week. We got to get it to Bridget. She's going to mess you up. I know. You ain't got to me. I know. All right. First question is, what is this? Rudamega? <laughs> I don't know. It is what? not rude. No, it is not. I was not it's, it looked like it's half it? potato, half broccoli. Yeah, that's what I didn't want to say broccolini. So, dog, I don't oh, know what that is, bro. What is that? Do we get to find out? You will get to find oh, out okay. once you get that little, little soundboard. Okay. Yeah. It is celery root. What? Wow, that's horrible. <laughs> celery root. That's horrible. Oh. Oh. And he done went all the way too far. Oh, no. I got to click at first. All right. Our next question is, what is this called? That's jackfruit. <laughs> <laughs> but I did know that before you rolled over. Right. He just went That's right jackfruit? over. The, yes, that is jackfruit. Oh, I've seen so that. A lot of people use it. Um, a lot of vegans use it it's as a jackfruit. Yeah. Yes. Go back to it again. When you char it, it has a very meaty. Taste. Go back to it again. It's Jimmy. thick too. So jerk chicken. So that way you guys can see what it yeah, looks like. I feel like I'm... So the inside is like white. It's like a stringy then, yeah. white. Look huh. like um, what's that? When you pumpkin or something. Yeah, like I've, had 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 yeah. I've had it. Papaya or pumpkin. When you shred it. I felt like I've seen these before, but maybe not. They sell them here. At yeah. Asian stores. Huh. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. They're A lot huge. of people use it. Yeah, they're big. Yeah. Like dragon fruit without all the scales. Yeah, that's crazy. All right, bro. All right. Next question is Biltong. I'm not sure if I'm correct me on pronunciation. Is the South African form of what? Oh man, I don't know too much about South Africa. So <laughs> if I had to guess, Biltong is the South African form of Can I can I uh no. process of elimination here? No, <laughs> yeah, I got yeah, nothing. Yeah. Uh, Bill song. That's what it's. I don't see it. Oh, it's B I L T O N G. South African form of eggs. I don't know. Dance. It's food. It's a food. Oh, okay. It's a food. I got no. What's wrong with you? Go ahead. Hit the next button, man. Chicken. No. Jerky. jerky. Okay. I didn't even know South Africans eat jerky. That's not something we <laughs> eat a lot of. Watermelons 
are native to. <coughs> oh, I think South Africa. It is South Africa, <laughs> but I think you. You got that one. Oh no! Go back! Go back! Go back! Go back. <laughs> All right. Name this dish. So that's jollof rice for sure. Um, the stick is suya or some kind of like a skewer. Mm. The sauce is more than likely the sauce that you can dip the chicken and go over top of your rice. Mm. So it's going to be some kind of soup. Can't quite make it out. And that's a salad in the back. Wow. That look good, man. She pretty, oh, she okay. Jollof rice and that goosey soup. They missed the they missed the meat, so I get plus one. <laughs> Good job. True or false? Storing fruit in a paper bag can quickly ripen it. True. Storing fruit or um, uh, particular vegetables in a paper bag in a dark place will almost always ripen it. Really? That is plantain true. is something I do with plantain all the time. So it's hard to find ripe plantain in Arizona. Yeah. So the stores that you get them, I buy them green mm-hmm. and I do. It's like a forced nitrogen um, wow. kind of method. Yeah. Yeah, never. So I, do. <laughs> I, do. Oh, so I have mango <laughs> in my cabinets right now waiting for wow. them to ripen. Whatever, Jimmy. We don't believe you. What is fries. this called? All but fruit there. Hit the next button. What is this called? It looks like some kind of yam. That is weird. That's it looks what like I some know. kind of yam. I don't know. It is not, not a, yam. a yam. A potato. What the hell is that? I don't know what that is. Maybe. I don't know what that is. I got nothing. Is this type of fungus? It is a lotus. Ah, okay. Sounds Asian. Sleep, for bro. sure. Oranges. What is this fruit? Name this fruit. Mm. That's hard. Yeah, that's oh, no. hard, bro. Lychee? No. Lychee. Uh, oh, the lychees, I know those are dark. That color right? is throwing me off. Yeah. I've, I've never seen those before. They it's look not like guinep or nothing. They look like habaneros. <laughs> no, because it'd be a, it wouldn't be as smooth. I don't know. Yeah, hit, me, hard hit, hit me, hit me. That's a hard one. That is a kumquat. Really? Yeah, I don't, I don't know where y'all get these questions from. Because <laughs> I would never cook with a kumquat. <laughs> <laughs> this dish is called what? Oh my god! That's what it looked like. Ooey, ooey gooey butter cake. I, can't, I hope it's not mashed potato because it's whole. Nah, it better not be mashed. It was cut out of there. Missing the cheese, and it's covered with what paprika? Yeah, it looks like it. Yeah, yeah. this is horrible. Whatever it is, I know it don't taste good. So <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Nobody gonna get that. It is called. Look, you have to correct me on pronunciation because most of these dishes. Melter. Oh my god! You heard it? No, that's got to be German. No, it's an African dish. It's an African. It's a. I think it was a Moroccan. Milk turds. That's what it sounds like. Milk turds. I'm done. I'm done. All right. That's what it sounds like. Milkert, I'm I'm guessing that's the pronunciation of mm-hmm. it. I, I don't know. But Milkert. It does give you that 
uh, texture of a ooey It's known as cake. the queen of superfruits. Yes. This is known as the queen of superfruits. Rick James. <laughs> oh, Rick James. Oh, nah. <laughs> is that supposed to be like white? Okay, I'll say Murphy. It looks like garlic, <laughs> but it's not garlic. It is not garlic. It's garlic's not a fruit. And it's known as the queen of superfruits. How? And that's the fruit nothing. right there? That is the fruit. Right, when you split like, that open, that, that like is crack, what is in the inside. It looks like crack, bro. Yo, I'm not going to Is that cacao? Bacon soda. <laughs> <laughs> it's for real. I got it's, nothing. I don't know. Uh, it's called an African boabab. And I'm not sure if I'm African pronouncing bo- it. Okay, I've, I've heard of a... I've never heard of that, man. It's a bow bag? Yeah. Okay. I have heard of that. Okay. Oh, man. I got to get on my trivia. <laughs> I, I suck. She always, she kills everybody. I so. suck. Hey, I look. Suck. I think Bridget I was the first person to win ever. She was? <laughs> no, there was somebody else. There was somebody. one other person. But look. We owe somebody a dish rack still. Oh, do we? Oh, yeah, we do. If you, if you would have hit me with West African, I would have crushed this. So. <laughs> I just tried to go with all of Africans. Uh, yeah, and not, right. Instead of just Nigeria. I tried. But there really were was Wasn't no a, a lot of trivia, trivia like Nigerian that was specifically right. Okay. Well, whatever. But I tried. We thank you, Chef Patty, for coming through thank you. and uh, talking about your your great uh, food truck thank and you. Uh, teaching us about these great dishes that you have. Thank you. One more time, please let the people know how to contact you and to how to uh, get in, uh, get the food truck. Yeah, so um, best way to find us on the food truck is going to be on our website, lastgiddycafe.com, food truck tab. Let's Mm -hmm. get it. Uh, social media, Instagram is probably where we're most active on mm-hmm. at Las Giddy Cafe PHX, mm-hmm. at Las Giddy Cafe on Facebook. Mm-hmm. I'm dabbling into TikTok. So Las Giddy Cafe PHX there as well. There um, and go. our phone number is 602-800-9532. Phone's always next door. So For sure. go ahead and give us a call. For sure, man. We appreciate you coming on. Yeah. It was great to meet you and great to talk to you about your meal. Definitely. Oh, oh, we're going to have to. Yeah, well, you can start with the right sauce. Here. So. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So we we'll figure out. We're gonna figure it out. We're gonna okay. get over there and, and get with you and uh, figure out a way to uh, to try some of this great food. Um, we're gonna have to we're gonna make it happen. Yes. We have to text you or something. Let's see where you're at and just go over there. Thank you for sure. Thank you. Um, I appreciate it. Oh, and not to mention, you was the winner. Oh yeah. The off the menu. Yes. Yeah. Oh yes. Off the menu. Congratulations. Yeah. I knew yeah. I had to throw that in there at yeah. some point today. Yeah, man. And you, you I mean, you're hardworking. Thank you. So everything you get, you really deserve it. We really uh, want definitely. to see nothing but the best for uh, Las Giddy. And um, like I said, we're going to catch up with you and, and, and figure out, for track sure. you down and get this truck. <laughs> One of these days you'll catch it. I know for sure. it's been no. for months now. So. We're, we're going to get you because we're going to text you. We're yes, going to know where you're at. You know, you know where I'm at now. <laughs> I see the menu on Instagram. I know where she's finna be at for the next She see me. She see me. We got you. Thank you. Cool. All right. Thanks, everybody, for watching. Uh, I am Dana Dickman Ellison, and uh, we will see you guys next week. Holla, holla. Peace. Bye. Thanks for watching another episode of Habari Live. Make sure to subscribe to our YouTube channel and get updates on news, the podcast, and more. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter. And don't forget to visit www.habarientertainment.com. See you next week.
Peace.